This is On The Hour. Amni Zanondo reporting. Over the past 10 months, the Premier has promised Ontarians this. After 15 years of being gouged at the pumps, gouged by high taxes and cap and trade, the people of Ontario want relief. And during the election, I promised we would take immediate action to lower gas prices by scrapping the carbon tax and ending cap and trade. Today, I want to confirm that in Ontario, the carbon taxes days are numbered. But come Monday, the carbon tax policy will take effect and Ontario will be the first to feel it. Gas prices are expected to rise by 10 cents. But Ontario isn't alone. Manitoba, Saskatchewan and New Brunswick will also be affected by the Liberal policy. That's because all four provinces refuse to come up with their own carbon pricing systems, which according to the Liberals is meant to tackle global warming. Meanwhile, health officials are warning of a potential measles outbreak. This comes after a patient walked around Von Mills Mall despite having the infection. Officials say people around the area should watch out for symptoms like high fever, sore eyes, and red rash. Pregnant women should be extra careful. Now to McLeod Roy with International. In El Paso, Texas, it has become impossible to ignore the harsh realities migrants face upon trying to enter into the United States. Officials say that this is like nothing they've ever seen before. They can't keep up with the numbers they're currently experiencing. As a result, a large number of the migrants are being forced to stay under a bridge. This is due, they claim, to a backlog in processing facilities. In response, President Trump has threatened to close down Mexican border if Mexico doesn't do more to stop migrants reaching the United States. But you don't have to travel very far to hear an alternative proposal. In fact, you don't even have to leave the city of El Paso. Based on the differences between us of race, of ethnicity, of geography, or religion, to keep us apart, to make us angry, to make us afraid of ourselves and of one another. In his home state, Beto O'Rourke officially began his campaign to become the next president of the United States. He used the opportunity to take several shots at Trump and his policies, as well as highlighting the importance of immigration and climate change. O'Rourke addressed the crowd of some thousand in both English and Spanish. O'Rourke is going to be counting on the increasingly Hispanic population of Texas, where a Democratic presidential candidate has not managed to win since Jimmy Carter did it in 1976. Trump meanwhile, is not the only president facing harsh criticism. In Algeria, hundreds of thousands of protesters flood the streets, calling for the resignation of President Abdelaziz Bouteflika, prompting the Algerians' military to hold an emergency meeting. Military Chief of Staff Ahmed Gaid Salah even called for the position of president to be left vacant. Many protesters, however, feel that this isn't going to be enough. They believe that a wholesale change of the current political regime is needed. With that, we wrap up our weekly report. I'm McLeod Roy.
And this was On the Hour. Thank you.